God has truly been good to you. And without a shadow of a doubt that it was God that woke you up this morning. Without a shadow of a doubt that it was God that has been keeping you since birth. And if you don't mind just standing up on your feet just a few minutes and, and just giving God praise and just telling God thank you for being so good and Thank you, God, for all the little children that are here. And thank you for the teenagers that are here. And thank you for the ones that have been elderly and up in age, Father. We thank you right now this morning. He's a mighty good God. This message today, I think everybody in here almost spoke my sermon today. Um... Pastor Danny touched on a few, the children, and the choir said, well, you know what? We haven't even had a rehearsal. I can't tell. <laughs> because everything, it, it, that, that's funny how when everything lines up on one accord, you have to know that God has a hand in it. For those of you who do have your, your Bibles or your phones, I'll be reading it to you, the book of Jeremiah. 33. I want to read verses 1 through 3, the book of Jeremiah. I pray that it be a blessing to someone. <laughs> Lisa, wouldn't you like? The book of Jeremiah 33. And you should find these words. Moreover, the words of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the second time. And when he was yet shut up in the courts of the prison, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish it, the Lord is his name. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and I will show thee great and mighty things which thou knoweth not. Let us be his and doers of this holy word in Jesus' name. And just for a thought today, I won't hold you long, just for a thought. God is always listening. Amen, somebody. God is always listening. Always. I'm going to say that again. He's always Listening. God listens. And when we call, God will answer. Somebody missed that. When we call upon God, God does not only hear us, but he will answer us. He will answer us. Uh, if I could just jog your memory, some of you may not remember this. There was a time in every household, if you were lucky enough to own a telephone, uh, they had what they call a push button telephone. We're on the same page. And there was one phone that you would take and you would 
spin the dial. Have I got a witness here? Uh, but what I'm trying to say is everybody in that household used that same telephone. And, and sometimes it would be found mounted on the wall. And if you were reluctant enough, you could get a long card and you could walk around with your phone. But the thing I'm trying to get you to see, it was the same God then that was answering prayers. It's the same God now. Somebody. Uh, it don't make a difference if you have a push button or a flip phone. He's the same God now that have answered our ancestor prayers. And he's the same one that will continue on to answering prayers. Now, now we want to talk about Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a prophet of God. He was a prophet that spoke the truth. And, and, and speaking the truth of God landed him in prison. And he had not broken any laws or he had not broken any rules, but simply spoke the word what thus said the Lord. And, and, and why he was yet shut up in prison... Uh, Jeremiah began to feel some type of way. He, he began to feel that God had, had deserted him. He began to feel that God had abandoned him. He began to feel that God had left him. And some of you may feel that way sometimes in life. You may feel like you go to church every Sunday and you pay your tithes and you, you say amen and you come every Sunday and you are a faithful servant of God, but still there is sickness that is all around you and still there is cancer that is all around you and when you turn on the television you see that there are little children that are being murdered in cold blood in other countries and yet we still have not wondered why God have not answered the prayer and the word tells us that God had to remind Jeremiah now I'm going to come unto you the second time Hey, you, somebody said the third time is a charm. But, 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 but Jeremiah, he, he, he began to feel pity for himself. And, 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 and he, he knew that God would not let him down, but yet he still realized that God was not answering his prayer. Stay with me. I want to tie this in. If, if you would, Go back to a familiar verse when Solomon began to plead with God. He said, God, I, I built you a new temple. And, and, and God, I, I want to pray for the thieves. He said, I want to pray for the killers and I want to pray for this world and I want to pray for the children of Israel. Have I ever got to witness somebody? And, and, and God said, I hear that. But he said one thing, he said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. Don't seek Pastor David's face. Don't seek Pastor Danny. But he said, seek my face. But first you have to humble yourself. Turn from your wicked ways turn from talking about your neighbors and turn from putting children down and turn from wanting folks to lose what they have he say if you will turn 
from your wicked ways. Then I will hear, get this, from heaven. Then he made it personal. I will heal their lands. God is always listening. All right. Y'all stay with me. Jeremiah was commanded by God. That's a commandment. God said, I want you to go and warn the children of Israel. And let them know if they do not repent. The same life they were living in Egypt. is the same life they're going to return to. You see, when you serve God, you have to make a change in your life. I have an old saying that 99 and a half, it just won't do. You can't be a Christian today and somebody bad tomorrow. If you're going to serve God, you got to God in your heart. He said, whatever you ask of me, you shall receive it. Here you go. Here you go. I don't want this to go over your head now. Here you go. If God is speaking to you, sometimes you got to cut the television off. Sometimes you got to make the children sit down off. Or sometimes you got to get into your quiet place and, and just hear the voice of God. Don't let that go over your head now. Somebody say, what is he talking about? All right. Let me, let me, let me give you an example. And we got, we, we just about done. Let me give you an example. Even when the children were in bondage, God said, I need you to go talk to Pharaoh. Moses began to make excuses. He said, well, if I go talk to Pharaoh, I, you know, I got a, t- a stuttering problem. I, I can't speak well. And, and you show you, you chose me. And God said, I have been listening to my children cry for so many years. I heard Daniel cry in the lines then. I heard Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego cry in the fiery furnace. I heard the Israelites crying at the Red Sea. Didn't he not answer? Then he heard that the deaf could not hear. He made them hear. He made the lame walk. He made the blind see. He will answer your prayer. It's been sometimes at night that somebody has simply stayed up all night worrying. Oh, we don't know how we're going to pay our bills. We don't know if that car going to crack up in the morning. God has already answered your prayer. The choir got up here today and sing. And then somebody said, we haven't even had rehearsal. I couldn't tell. Talk to me, somebody. But I want to give you a few key things I want you to just don't stay with you. In order to believe 
that God will answer your prayer. You got to first believe. And when you believe, that means you accept. Then you got to trust. And when you trust in God, that's where your strength comes from. Because God is not going to send you anywhere. He's not already. Talk with me, somebody. And then to put the icing on the cake, you must have faith. If you got faith, then faith surpasses everything. Faith is your answer. So when you pray, you have to have faith that God will answer your prayer. Had a young man at work that went for a screen. He was sick. And we prayed. And I say the only way my prayer is going to work with you, you have to believe. You have to have faith that when you get your results back from the doctor, that you are going to have a good report. But if you do not trust in God, if you do not believe in God, that is an unanswered prayer. Y'all stay with me here. We, we, we just about out of here. Here you go. Thus said the Lord. The final verse, he said, call unto me. Get this. And I will answer thee. Last part, he said, and I will show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. In other words, he's saying that eyes have not seen the blessing that are coming to you. Ears have not heard the blessing that are speaking to you. Yet when I open up a wonder and pull you out a blessing that no man shall and cannot receive. God is a God that he cannot, he can't tell a lie. God said I'll never leave you nor will I forsake God made a promise to my generation your generation he made a promise to you he made a promise to you that he'll never leave you nor will he forsake you but he said you have to do one thing first you have to call on me anytime that your children are going through something learn how to call on God whenever you're going through your sickness it can be in the middle of the night learn how to trust and call on him who is able you don't have to work till you come to church on Sunday to talk to God. But when you come to church, you ought to have a better attitude when you get here. You ought to say, God kept me Monday. God kept me Tuesday. God brought me through Wednesday and Thursday. God put his hands on me Thursday and Friday. And Saturday morning, God prepared me to come to the house of worship that I can simply say amen and, and thank you, Lord, for all you've done. And that is your prayer to God. He's on time. He's a good God. He's a loving God. He's a caring God. He's a sharing God. He's a dependable God. He's a children's God. He's an old person God. He's a mean person God. He said the whole world is in my hand. Why? Because he's a good God. 
Don't put your trust in man. But you love your pastor. You love the ones that are in authority in your church. Because God is not going to speak to you the same way he speaks to them. He's going to give him a vision for the church. He's going to give him a little bit more know-how. It's been some nights I couldn't even sleep. I, I, I just go to sleep with a I said, God, what are you trying to tell me? What is it you want me to know? Then he reveals it to me. Use what you have in church. You've got your children, raise your children up. But let them know that there's no one important but God. There's no other name I would rather call. The sweetest name I know. The song say, oh, how I like calling his name. I pray that the word has gotten forward to you. And just keep in mind that God does hear and he will answer prayer. He's been answering all week for me quick. Every time I go through something, God answered the prayers for me. I have no other choice but to trust, trust in God. And I say to Bay Vista and New Community, the ones that could have made it, wanted to make it, I ask God to bless all the time and to just keep us as a congregation. That's all we are. We may worship different. We may speak different. We may sing our hymn different, but we're still all of God's children. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. Amen. Right there where you are. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we thank you for everything that's taking place, Father. But Lord, if we depart from the building, but never from your presence, Lord, I ask that you will go into the foreign countries and touch them that they may stop so much bloodshed. Bless the ones that have already been called home, Father God. Bless the ones that are dealing with cancer right now, sugar diabetes, or some child that wasn't able to eat this morning, Father God. I ask that you would just touch the homeless right now, dear Lord. And Father God, I ask that you will keep a strong grip in your love and keep the anointing on Bay Vista as well as new community. Touch all of the members here on the sound of my voice, Father. Touch the deacons, the musicians, everybody that made up the body of Christ that we may continue on to serve you and to praise you. And Father God, I ask that you would just touch the little children that are here. Touch the teenagers that are here, Father. And Father God, when they get so that they stretch out the wrong way, Father, pull them back in that they may respect their mothers and their parents. But Father God, keep them rooted in the church, Father God, and then let them know that Jesus is the answer to all problems. He does answer when we call. That is a prayer I pray in Jesus' name. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for all you have done. God, keep us. God bless us. It's in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, let us all say amen. God bless you. Picking up on that phone call thing, Pastor Joel, you never have to leave a voicemail with God.
He's always listening, the number's not busy, and he doesn't have to listen to a recording. 